behind the screen. Win Harbor. Andrew Housen. Matthew Miguel. Welcome back to Behind the Screen. I'm your host, Andrew Housen, and today I'm joined by... Quinn Haba, uh, the other host. <laughs> Matthew Bengal, your other host. <laughs> yeah. Um, and today we're going to be talking about SNL. Um, Quinn, you can actually probably talk more about this than me, but today we're going to be talking about SNL. Wow. So, yeah, okay. so thank you, Andrew, for that. Fantastic Amazing intro, intro. <laughs> that Matthew wants to redo, but we won't for the no. sake of time. <laughs> it's great. Um, um, well, anyway, Saturday Night Live, many people are familiar with. It's been on TV for about 40, 45 years. Started in 1975. And um, up until recently, it's it's never been a super big question, uh, but kind of in, in these last recent years, many people have been wondering... Um, is SNL funny? And basically, the short answer is no. But yeah. well, in your opinion, there's it's no. Well, in my opinion, actually, it is still funny. But we'll oh. we'll, we'll get into that later. So, but how can you say no? Well, because that's like the popular opinion. Okay. AKA the short answer. But there's no doubt that uh, after a a certain date in 2016 um it it definitely <laughs> took a more political tone uh but not not to like an extreme really like i uh watched this this video about it and uh some guy did made like an excel spreadsheet of all of the politi- or all of the SNL episodes since Trump got elected and um he found that basically there was only one extra political skit per every two weeks hmm. so that's that's really not a not a huge uh difference but then how come do you guys think it feels so more political than it than it than it was before even yeah, if when, there's hardly any more actual skits about it when i looked at that graph i was surprised um i haven't been watching um snl for nearly as long as Quinn, or even, you know, I don't watch it every Saturday. I mean, yeah, um, I, I don't watch, watch it every the, Saturday either because I don't have yeah. cable TV. I just watch, like, the YouTube stuff. I think one of the big reasons um, why people find it so political today is just the the world we live in, how polarized everything is. I think back, what, show's been going for 44 years? Like, back 20 years ago? The you know, everything wasn't so polarized, and you could make jokes about candidates, and people would be like, you know, to joke about a candidate, you know, like, it's not, you know, it's not going to yeah. be a big Twitter storm or something like that, and nowadays, it's like, you know, both both sides, both spectrums, you know, if you're making jokes about the other person, you know, you're going to, you know, a lot more and more people can't take that, and the people who can't take that, I think, are, you know... Saying, and this isn't the only reason. I think that you know people who can't take it, you know, are getting mad at um, SNL, and people aren't willing to, you know, it's getting more political just because I think the day, you know, and the day we live in is more political. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily SNL. I think they've you know always been doing the same amount of politics, but I think for people 
the politics are meaning more and they're more controversial yeah yeah, very very and you know 20 years ago they didn't have twitter you couldn't tweet about it it wasn't twitter trending but now it's you know um you know and then now it's like you know if there's something that people don't like you can tweet about it in 30 seconds and everything has just gone so polarized this that and i think you know so you don't blame snl for this is that what you're saying about how they're so no i don't blame snl for not doing it but i i think it you know it's not snl's i mean i honestly think if i was snl their ratings haven't been that good over the past couple of years i think partly that is actually their ratings have been like the highest they've ever been oh really last couple of years yeah yeah. At least for me, for the scenes I've seen for the political stuff, if I, I wouldn't blame them for having more polarized. But if it's their choice to keep doing, the, it's their choice to keep doing the political skits. Yeah. Right. And if people hate the political skits, then that's on them. You know, they have no one's forcing them to do political skits. Right. I think. Yeah. A that's lot just people what's, like what's like getting getting views. Like the political skits uh, get more views on YouTube. They attract more. Right. Well, it's it's TV. the term, like, yeah. Go Matthew. I feel like sometimes they're just like extra political, and they don't need to be. You know, mm-hmm. you know, if they have like a skit that has nothing to do with politics, they bring up something with like Trump or something. Yeah. And then same with, especially with their weekend update. You know how they just. Um, yeah. Are pretty political. Yeah. I, off my volume one. To turn it up, oh, like okay. like talk louder. Yeah. But. I mean, you can. Being political isn't like a, a new thing to SNL. They they've been doing it forever. But I think there's no doubt that that Trump specifically is a very uh, easy person in politics to for for SNL to like make jokes about, just because of the nature of him. And it's it's also very clear that uh, SNL and this might just be because of the network it's on, which is NBC, or the people running it, the, the cast members, people writing it or whatever, they, they definitely have a slight political affiliation with the left. You know, um, in, in the recent skits where Jim Carrey played Joe Biden after, right after he won the election and he, he did like a, a, a speech on, on SNL, the, the audience just went nuts every time he'd be like, we want it, guys. And they'd be like, woo! <laughs> um, yeah. Which, that, that made me really, like, upset to watch. Because I was like, okay, now SNL has turned into less of a comedy for all uh, yeah, show. They're pushing and, an agenda. Yeah, exactly, yeah. They're, they're having an agenda. And comedy with an agenda is not comedy. And Quinn, you say you're not left or right leaning, right? You say Not, you're pretty on. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm quite neutral. So, so for I haven't seen the clips. I have seen the ones with Trump, and some of them are pretty hilarious, right? Yeah, the um, early ones when it wasn't completely like dry. Yeah, and I think also another thing is is we've seen it over and over. Like, there's only so many times you can make Trump funny, <laughs> and they ran out two years ago. You know, it's like every cold open, you know, I feel like just doesn't have to be Trump, like, you know, doing his voice, talking about, you know, something funny. And I can understand, like, he's he's easy to be made fun of. Yeah. Right. And I can understand why they can do it. But at least for the 
seventh clip I've seen of him, it just it doesn't get funny. You know, I think their funniest stuff is the things they've never done before, mm-hmm. right? Um, well, and wait. can you go in in more depth about that? Like the clips I've seen on YouTube um, from you know from twenty twenty to two thousand have yeah. all usually been different, right? Yeah. And then all the ones with politics. You know, or at least the past four years, 2016 to 2020, all the political ones has the same kind of, you know, Trump's doing something, people laugh, and then, you know, they make some some jokes. Yeah. And compared to the other skits where, you know, some of them are about, like, a hospital or about a school, and, you know, there's funny teachers. And another thing I think we should bring up is the characters in the cast. But, you know, seeing different... You know, different environments, different settings that isn't just, you know, Trump, Trump, politics, you know, different yeah. skits are the ones that I laugh at more than just, you know, seeing the 12th time, you know, they say Trump, they don't like Trump. Right. Yeah. Um, let me ask you real quick, though. Do you guys have a particular favorite uh, sketch or uh, like particular bit of? SNL that you you'd say is your favorite. I like the Debbie Downer ones. Debbie Downer, okay. That was probably the best. Um, just because like that's actually pretty relatable in a lot of cases. I know no one's that exaggerated, but like a lot of what the Debbie Downer says um, is totally stuff that like your family would say just to like put other things down. <laughs> that was my computer sliding. <laughs> that came from me. <laughs> Do you want to cut that out? I'm good. <laughs> Did it sound like it? <laughs> it was. I don't know. It was really funny. Quinn hasn't laughed in a bit, guys. Like this? Yeah. Oh, it's just a funny right, noise. Let's redo that. Okay. Uh, so uh, let me ask you real quick though. Do you guys have a uh, kind of particular, uh, maybe maybe skit or? Uh, like bit of SNL that you you'd say is your favorite. Uh, I like the Debbie Downers and Weekend Update when it's not like super opinionated. Um, Weekend Update with with the new guys or or, or the old the old yeah, one. Yeah, well they've been around for like three years, right? Colin Jost and Michael Shea. I th- I think it's been uh yeah yeah it's been a three, few years or a couple three or four years. Um, yeah. No, I like, they're really funny when they don't just talk about Trump or, like, say, yeah. or just make, say their opinions. I, I know, obviously, everyone says their opinion, but, like, for example, when Michael Shea was, like, and I'm also not for Trump or against Trump, um, and same with Biden, but, like, he was, like, I'm, it's, like, it's not that I just hate Trump. He's, like, I just hate Republicans. When he said something like that, it just. Oh, he said not, that, really? It's not necessary to say that. You know, yeah. Especially, you know, on NBC, in front of like a live, like it's not a regular comedy show that you have at a bar, like you're saying it in front of the whole world. Right. Um, but other than that, though, they're a really funny show. And then same with Debbie Downer, uh, it's very relatable in some cases. Mm-hmm. With like your family, when like there's always that one person in your family that just puts everything down. There's yeah. always the Debbie Downer. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. What about you, Andrew? Um, at least two clips in the, um, 
past year that I will rewatch over and over that I find funny are the name changing ones. So there's like a COVID outbreak at an office or an earthquake, and all these people are changing their names. Um, these names oh earthquake are, report. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Earthquake report, and you can't. We can't say the names because you know that's the whole. <laughs> that's the that's the whole point of the yeah. skit. The non, names are not radio safe. Yeah, but the um, they're you know you know they're they're play on words. They're funny and again they're original and you know I'll watch it every couple of months and I think it just gets f- funnier and funnier. I, f- I find it funny how um, the cast is able to keep a straight face. Yeah, I I don't think I could. I'd have to rehearse it like twenty hundred times and I'd still smile. Yeah. So I, I really like those. I think they did another one um, in October called the Super Spreader Event, and I think that one is still just as funny. Okay. Uh, yeah, I gotta agree with both of you. Like, I've I've recently been like watching a ton of uh, the the weekend update bits since, uh, or to try to get inspiration for almost weekend update, which we do uh, every Friday. And every Friday, top of the hour. Yes. And I've not really been getting much inspiration per se because uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I haven't really been able to like get anything from it. But uh, yeah, some of them, especially the ones that they have uh, like guests on, um, like where they have Pete Davidson come on and talk about something, those those are really funny and a lot of people talk about how colin jost and michael che who are the the two guys that do weekend update currently um people always talk about how they have really good like chemistry with each other uh and and how they act just sort of like two two friends when they're on the show uh that that's that's very true and i think that makes weekend update a lot funnier because it's kind of like personal with them yeah. And uh, I think when when the cast can can kind of be more authentic and not play characters that may seem out of place, like um, like a, a political character, uh, I, the whole show and the whole skit runs a lot, you know, more smooth. That's why. I yeah. Like, um... Pete Davidson. I know we're probably gonna ask this question later, but we can ask it now. Who's your favorite character, or who's your favorite actor? Yeah. Um, you guys might know not know the names, but Pete Davidson's probably my favorite, just because he's so authentic. Even when he reads a script, that's just like you know his personality, his personality, uh-huh. and he's very authentic, especially on almost Weekend Update or on Weekend Update. Um, you know what he says is totally what he's like in real life. Yeah, he just plays Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. in in all the yeah. skits like like he is a character well and you see some of his clips where he he can't get through the skit without laughing yeah um there's different jokes and he'll start you know laughing you know he can't keep his composure but um i think for as much as i love the cast um i've heard some people say that um people people don't really love the cast um, I can get that. Yeah, some of them think, are. They are... think it's not as good as it used to be, and part of the reason is just the past couple of years. It looks like the cast hasn't. You know, there's some great um, clips, but there's also um, some 
um, just some cast members that just I feel like don't go well together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we'll uh, take a quick uh, music break and we'll get back to behind the screen in just a little bit. Welcome back to Behind the Screen here on 889 The Bridge. My name is Quinn Haba. I'm Matthew Pingallo. And Andrew Housen Andrew's would be saying his name, but he is, uh, I believe, using the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I think he had, what was it, Mexican? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Taco Bell incident. Taco Del Mar. Oh, yeah. Was it Del Mar? I don't okay. know. I'll ask Andrew right now. Yeah. Well, when he gets back. But uh, anyway. Back, I thought he was. If you've been with us uh, throughout the hour, we've been talking about. Uh, the show Saturday Night Live, which many people are familiar with, and uh, we've we've been talking about uh, if it's still if it's still funny, and uh, there's no doubt that it it has a clear political affiliation nowadays, and it mm-hmm. the whole show seems kind of drowned out. But we were just about to get onto the topic of uh, the cast of SNL, which uh, may strike controversy amongst listeners because this is a very opinionated topic but um andrew are you back i am i'm back and ready how andrew, was what your did you eat? was it taco bell or taco Lamar? yeah taco Lamar. taco oh man okay <laughs> i'm sorry um can i start with one of at least um one of the good ones you may characters um i really like leslie jones um Ooh, okay you don't you don't think so no leslie jones in my opinion is is misused i think i think she's really a big hit and miss for me um you, she, she, didn't she used to um she used to do weekend update right um uh, she, she for, yeah she never hosted she did some it, segments but she would like oh, come on it as a guest yeah and and i, I think seen her in a i think her you know she started like it was basically stand-up and i always thought they were um super funny i thought the some of the clips i've seen her in she just has some crazy energy um i think she wasn't in some of the best known um skits but I think um, when she was in them and when she was giving the right stuff, she was um, super, super funny. So okay. let me think of. Yeah, I think I she think is. I think so, yeah. I'll let you guys think of some more as. You know, uh, how, about you, how about you, Matthew? Well, like I said before, Pete Davidson, just because he's so authentic and he speaks what's on his mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why it's really funny whenever I, I see him break character. Or he almost breaks character because, you know, that's, like, not his typical personality. Yeah. But he sort of integrates his own personality with the personality that he has to play, which I really like. Yeah, dude. Pete Davidson, like, amazes me. Just the, yeah. the like, he, he got on the show when he was, like, tw- like, like hey, he 20 was, like, years old. He was, the person to get on the show, yeah. I know. Um, and j- j- his whole, like... That he he's a character that I think is used really or not a character but a cast member that I think is used really well on the show. Like all of the skits he's in fit him like perfectly. He 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 hardly has to act at all, uh, and it's it's a, kind of astounding that like how young he is and the amount of success that he's had on SNL. Like that that's nuts. I admire that. 
I think um, another good one, and I don't know um, how long um, she's been on the show. Um, I don't think it's been super, super long, but um, Amy Poehler. You like the ladies. Oh, yeah, Amy Poehler. Yeah, I think, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I I think she is just, uh, she was also, um, you know, her her update skits, uh, what are they called? I don't know the name. You know, but she used to do update skits, and I think just, again, her energy, um, her impersonations of, you know, like Michael Jackson to um, Hillary Clinton. Um, uh-huh. I I just, you know, I think not only is she just a good SNL, you know, she's put in a lot of funny ones. Um, I think over time she's like, I think, you know, some characters can get worse over time. I think she stayed consistent or even gotten better. And, you know, we know her oh, yeah. great performance in Parks and Rec, and I just think overall she... The, you know, most of the clips I've seen with her are just, you know, outrageously funny. Yeah. Someone that I, he's not my favorite, but he's just, like, funny is Bobby Moynihan. Because uh, he always plays that, do you guys know who that is? He um, always plays that just, like, really awkward guy in everything. Like, oh, you know, oh, like I know who, yes. Or, I know yeah, who you're talking or, like, about. like, <laughs> that priest or something. Oh, he's hilarious. Even yeah. though, like, he's he doesn't have much of a personality. Wait, who? Bobby Moynihan. Oh, yeah. No one really knows his name, but he's definitely like one of the most popular SNL actors. Even though, yeah, yeah he doesn't. He's kind of like lines, he's kind of like the modern um, uh, Keenan Thompson. Like once once Keenan Thompson leaves, oh well, no, he no one can fill Keenan Thompson's shoes. But no, he he he, he kind of plays a, a similar. No, no, he doesn't. What am I saying? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. It, 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 he's just hilarious. Yeah. It's not what he says, it's just, like, the way he, his personality is. I know. He, he has great delivery. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think, um, um yeah. Go ahead, Andrew. No, I was just going to say, I, I, the first clip that I think Quinn actually showed to me um, was Chris Farley, and I think we definitely need to talk about him. Mm. Um, you know, I don't. we weren't even alive when boy. he was on SNL, but the clips, like, what, what the van... The van, or oh the, yeah, um, the van, the what's inspirational speaker. Yeah, living exactly. in a van, living down by van. the river, down by the river. Yeah. That was one of the first clips I saw of SNL, and it just yeah, that's you know, an oldie. Yeah, I found that one hilarious, and it's not like you know ever since I've been a big SNL fan, but I think that was one of the um, first ones I've seen, and I you know, I I I, I thought it was you know super hilarious and i've seen some of his other ones i think he has again so much um he he goes over the top just over over the top again (laughs) i I think the people i pick you know have a lot of energy he's crazy you see him you know in that scene like fall through windows you know like falls back onto a coffee table um super loud um i and he just sticks out yeah because of that yeah that's that's from um, like the '90s, uh, which a lot of people consider to be like the golden age of SNL, um, which definitely does have some truth to it because a lot of the uh, really like big names of SNL, like uh, Will Will Ferrell, Chris Farley, some other ones that I can't think of right now, uh, they were they were all on the show uh, in roughly that time period and. Um, I think 
from what I've seen of like SNL on that time period, there there was there was not at all any kind of singling anyone out or, or jokes appealing to only one you know type of person. It was it was stuff that everyone could enjoy, and uh, that that might mean that there was like actually less jokes, but the the whole kind of skit in general just felt uh, better and it felt funnier than anything today. Like today there, there's just, there's just like too much of, there's too much jokes. I think like they, they just try to cram it down your throat. Well, it's that maybe too much jokes was just, it's, it's just over the top in what they're doing. It's not like, cause you know, well, jokes, no, jokes. it's not over the top because over the top is like, like big and grand and but it can be bad like you know you can be over the top like um you know in over the top yeah. drug abuser no but like like <laughs> you know like over the top in um just just some skits and you know it won't be that funny and i think if snl you know they're you know cramming too many things at us at one time we can't even process it before it's the next thing and then the next thing and then by the time you start to you know realize what's happening the show's over yeah, it, it, it feels kind of like a sitcom. Like you're just watching an episode of Friends where a, a character will like open right, a fridge yeah. and then they'll be like, <laughs> Yeah. How do you guys feel about... They didn't start this till like, I'm not sure exactly when, but like the... Till recently when they had... Now they have videos that they show, like the audience, rather mm-hmm. than perform stuff live. How do you guys feel about those? Uh oh wait you mean like when when it isn't a live skit but it'll be like a commercial parody a commercial or, something? or something yeah exactly oh uh, I mean I've never been a audience member so I don't exactly know how that works <laughs> but my guess they just like show it on those overhead TVs or whatever yeah um and they just r- record their laugh tracks but I think that the commercial parodies are like one of the things that modern SNL continues to do really well especially with Bobby Moynihan. Yes, yes, yes. He's the best commercial Moynihan. actor like, on <laughs> SNL, for sure. Yeah, and <laughs> there's just so much like commercials to consume in media now that there, there's never really a shortage of material. And um, you can... A great thing about making a, a spoof commercial is that you're not like singling any, any one kind of person out. Mm-hmm. Because... Commercials are designed to be for everyone, and so the jokes about them kind of See, end up being for everyone too. And, and it's like I I think it's like comparing apples to oranges, right? There, it's so much more different when you're live compared to commercial. If you mess up bad, you restart. You have more time to study your script. Going live, if you mess up, or if you have a joke that doesn't do well, yeah, you're that's done. that. There, you're you done. can't say stop. Let's do that. I mean, you know, you're showing that in front of everyone, so it's it's definitely two different things. And I think you know, there's funny. I would say usually, I'd say the commercials can be funnier because they have more time to do jokes and stuff. But yet, some of the most iconic clips are from these stand-up comedians. So it's like yeah. two different things. But I, I think both are hilariously funny. That's one thing I respect about their debates or their anything political that they have because they're usually like two days, sometimes even one day after that thing happened. So in that time, the writers have to write a script and it has to get approved and everything. And the actors also also have to practice it and mm-hmm. they get all that done. Yeah, build a set too. A like, that is yeah. insane. Yeah. I get props to them for that. Yeah, I, I, I watched a video like about uh, like 
the the inside look, the behind the screen look, if you will, of SNL, <laughs> and 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 the whole production is insane. Like if you if you were a production manager, if if you were the Andrew of SNL, you would like be so stressed out all the time just because you have like seconds to do everything. Yeah, like, we don't we don't have the same kind of production no, here yeah, at we're, yeah, we're, yeah, we're just like we'll we'll do it, you know, tomorrow. Yeah. Or It'll something. be done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and there well so yeah, I mean millions of people watch it and you know, if you're not ready on Saturday then you know, you're gonna be remembered as, you know, that show that wasn't ready. So and you know, they get paid big big money to do it and I think most people like it. Mm-hmm. So it it's kind of a win win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I, that is a great way no, sorry. to end this episode. If you have any closing statements, Quinn. Uh, I I do have yeah. one quick one and that is uh SNL, like in the age of COVID, has become borderline unwatchable. Oh, really? In my, I haven't it's, seen it. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even though people think it's 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 just unfunny, kind of as a whole with its you know whole current shtick. Um, Twenty nineteen was a, in, in my opinion, a, a great year for SNL. Not worse or better than any other year, but just a good year. And then yeah. twenty twenty just went in the toilet completely. Um, that that's definitely due to like not being on air for four months and uh the the just the whole covid restrictions but it man it's 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 hard to watch yeah it's not good just the jokes and uh, is it just a little bit of everything yeah it's it's kind of everything the the cast is not you know warmed up the 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 joke writers aren't warmed up (laughs) Um, yeah yeah it, it it just doesn't feel good i i hope that they can or I know that they'll recover from it eventually, but uh, <laughs> yeah. until the then, it's, it's just not good. So right now, SNL is not funny, but and you know we, you know we're it, that's you know because of COVID and stuff, right? Yeah. We're not like you know, but yeah, no, I can I can understand. I think it'd be hard for any show, depending on the limits, to um, you know, because you know when you have writers, I'm guessing you, you know they're in rooms, and you know you're you know it's not like you're able to walk over to the cast and you know have a meal you know right next to each other and talk about it yeah exactly or you know i mean it's like asking the teacher for help you know it's so much easier just walking up to the person talking to them you know compared to you know raising your hand you know talking on zoom in front of everyone it it, it's tough for everyone yeah um well to wrap this episode up i think we have to draw attention to that none of this is like fact at all this is just conversation because comedy is comedy of course is subjective yeah yep. yeah it's it's actually we have not said a single opinion in this entire thing it's just all <laughs> facts, facts yes. uh but comedy is subjective so uh what what me and andrew and matthew find funny uh Other could people be don't yeah exactly and, and vice versa so um all right well with that i think we'll wrap up this episode of behind the screen uh my Next name is quinn hobbit Oh. oh man, I, I'm sorry. I'm you go ahead, out. Andrew. No, no, Ladies first. <laughs> I actually don't know what we're doing next next week, so I don't know why I said that. Tim Allen. All right. We'll see <laughs> you guys we, next week. We, almost week enough. Oh, I'm behind the screen. <laughs> All right. I'm Andrew Howison. I'm Quinnava. I'm Matthew Miguel. See you guys. It's behind the screen. Quinn Hobbit. Andrew Housen. 
Matthew B. Dowd.